Alright, hi everybody, welcome to our first episode of Make Up Your Life that is being recorded uh, and we'll be putting this out, I guess you're watching it, uh, on IGTV or YouTube, uh, but we're very happy to welcome you here and I think what we want to do is first introduce why we're doing this, is we want to give you a face. Um, I think all along we had plans to have the Make Up Your Life podcast yeah. actually be on video and uh, this is the point where it's like all right we're comfortable enough to do it and of course what are we gonna do talk about <laughs> coronavirus um no, present it that way <laughs> i present it that way because the last thing we want to do is have this episode come out and scare everybody that is not the goal of this episode the goal i think is to kind of put a level head on everything is uh i I have multiple podcasts, as I've mentioned before, and the only thing we talk about is, it seems, is the coronavirus. So, um... We're here to spread one thing today, and that's awareness. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I, I, uh... I think as the days go on, I think everybody's perspective on it changes like, yeah. a little bit. I think uh, we either get more fearful, or we get more frustrated, or... Uh, to, to some sense, you know, you, we start to push away or we, we jump all in and we're like, oh gosh, this is something to be concerned about. And I think, um, as we discussed, I, uh, we want to have uh, to start out with a very clear idea of how Multimedia Makeup Academy is looking at this and how even myself, how I'm looking at this. And this is something that we are treating with a great deal of respect. Yes. I think first and foremost Definitely. is that we kind of have to to treat it with respect. You have to be completely knowledgeable. You want to take the time to read the right articles and figure out why certain things are being done. Um, but I think the worst possible thing is treating it with fear. Uh, mm -hmm. Because that's how we get complete store shelves empty of toilet paper and... Uh, my wife and I are taking inventory to see how many weeks we're going to have toilet paper before we have to go shopping. Like you, yeah. mean, you don't mean to laugh, but it's just... No, like, it is it's funny. It's gotten to that point. Yeah. So, I, like, so we went shopping uh, over the weekend. We did, we did two trips where it was, let's pick up... Let's have the the people in the store actually do the shopping for us. So we're only we're only getting coronavirus from one person instead of walking into forty people in the store. Right. So we we think we made the right choice there, um, but then it, it's it's like we get home and I I really did I went I went down to our basement and I went and counted. All right, we have eight rolls. I feel like that can get us through like eight weeks. I'm gonna kind of. I'm, I'm sort of revealing how often I use toilet paper and how many sheets I use. Um, but yeah, like that's, I think that's the reality right now. I, I don't know about you guys, but. I, I mean, I'm taking it one toilet paper package at a time over at my house, only because we don't typically stockpile it for any reason. Right. And then now, you know, I went to get some and it's gone. And so it's like, well, can I get one package somewhere? That's great, because that's all I need right now. <laughs> and that's how I'm handling it. Same. Yeah. Well, I got yelled at by my wife uh, over the weekend, because I was pulling too many sheets. So oh. I am adjusting. <laughs> yeah, I was like... Yeah. <laughs> I love this confusion. <laughs> 
So obviously this might be a uh, <laughs> a me problem. Yeah, this is a me problem that I've got to figure out with uh, with my wife. Figure out a situation. Um, yeah, but I, you know what's funny is we bring that up, and really there's no like <laughs> one of the concerns of coronavirus isn't mad diarrhea. So like yeah, the the fact that toilet paper went flying off the shelves is is alarming, uh, yeah. confusing. But um, I think that okay. So that let's get back to why we're actually here. Then let's let's pull back from like why are we <laughs> doing toilet the toilet paper? paper? <laughs> well, no, I, that's part of it. Is I think we want to talk about like calming things down yeah. a little bit yeah. and and the right sort of way to handle this. Um, <laughs> we we said at the start, by the way, uh, we are sitting too close together. Yeah. We've actually purposefully set up our offices so that we're further apart and then to record this and to fit we, on the screen. We all crammed together. So mm -hmm. um, beforehand, we just sprayed each other in the face with disinfectant and said, okay. Oh, I actually bathed in hand sanitizer. That's when uh, Jen was looking for me. I was in the restroom. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now that everybody's thoroughly disgusted, uh, I've gone over my, my bathroom habits, my yeah. cleaning habits. Uh, what else can we go over? No, um, so let, let's let's talk about um, Multimedia Makeup Academy and what, what uh, I want to start with what we've always done. And an, an organic theme or an accidental theme that has popped up in every episode is our, well, I don't want to say just association with sanitation conversation because ultimately yeah. our fearless leader, Devon, has, this is her business. They're both her business, uh, Multimedia Makeup Academy and Sanitation Conversation. That sanitation conversation was created because of the practices that were already done here at Multimedia Makeup Academy. Correct. If I have that timeline correct. Mm -hmm. um, so first of all, let's jump off and let's give some quick lessons here on how some folks that are doing makeup at home, uh, you know, what, if they're not doing it yet, what are we always preaching or what, what's, what's some of the, and maybe they'll, they'll come off as like, wash your hands and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But what if what what is the difference that multimedia makeup academy has always done and, and i have two long-term instructors here uh so yeah what do, you, what do you guys want to make sure first and foremost what do these makeup artists need to do or what are we always teaching okay so um you know what we've always taught is what people should be doing right now to be completely honest with you um it is a little sad that it takes a viral outbreak like this to bring awareness mm -hmm. to the importance of makeup sanitation. Um, but what we've taught at the academy is very heavily dependent upon, upon proper sanitation um, tools, disposables, um, and liquids to keep your client safe, to keep yourself safe, to keep the investment of your kit safe. Um, so that ranges from everything to wash your hands before an application, after an application, because you may have touched someone's face on accident, using disposable tools. Um, you know, we stress heavily it's not the best idea to use your fingers to apply moisturizer, use a proper brush or a sponge. Um, same goes with any other aspect of makeup, whether it be foundation, blush, uh, eyeshadow, all of that good stuff. When you talk about things that maybe aren't disposable or cannot be depotted, which is transferring from the master container onto a wax paper palette or in some cases a stainless steel palette, 
when we talk about items like pencils, brow pencils, um, things of that nature, it's how do you use those properly and keep them sanitized. Um, I mean, you could be that artist that allows to have a pencil dedicated to your client, knowing full well that in the cost of your application you built in to give that pencil to them. That's safe. Um, if you're not that artist, my my hope is that you find ways around using like mechani mechanical pencils that can't really be properly sanitized or mm -hmm. disinfected. Mm -hmm. And then even, you know, wooden pencils that can be sharpened, you still have to um, use proper disinfectants, like um, any sort of leukocyte, barbicide. 70% um, alcohol is huge. A lot of people think there's a misconception that the higher percentage of alcohol is more effective in killing germs and bacteria and viruses. That is simply not true. 70% um, is the recommended um, percentage of alcohol. Um, and that has to do with if you have too much alcohol mm -hmm. and not enough water content within that solution, the alcohol can't thoroughly permeate the cell membrane walls to um, put the, uh, whatever it is, the bug in a sense of stasis. So. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't expect Jen for you to rattle off like all the numbers that we <laughs> post all the time on sanitation conversations, right. social media, but like, um, before coronavirus, like what, what were sort of the things, what were some of the things we saw like in the industry that seemed to be an issue and why it was so important to us to make sure that when we sent our students out into the world that um, they weren't getting people sick, but again, way before right. coronavirus. But yeah, what, what did we see? Yeah, so I mean, definitely the one of the main reasons why sanitation conversation started is because we were getting feedback from our students of them seeing other artists working in unsanitary ways. And even, you know, you it, it's as simple as going on social media and maybe looking at one of your favorite makeup artists, and they're not applying in a sanitary yeah. manner either. Um, so a lot of the issues we've seen are cross-contamination. That's probably the biggest one, whether the artist is applying mascara or lipstick from the packaging directly and then going back into it for more product or using that same exact product on multiple people. So that that's definitely one of the main concerns. Another one is, um, we actually just addressed this yesterday because as Christina said, common misconceptions, um, artists, veteran artists, and a lot of artists in general working from the back of their hand. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that is, and I'm sure Christina can confirm in our industry, that's been done for years, yeah. years. And people think that just because they wash their hands for 20 seconds or used hand sanitizer that their hands are clean, that's okay. But what they don't realize is it's, it's the unknown. Like, right. what are you not seeing? And then the reality too, you know, let's say you have product on the back of your hand and you're pushing a brush into it. That product's pushing into your skin then transferring to the brush, then to the client. Mm -hmm. So... And now, that's a two-way street. You're right. also, besides potentially transferring something onto the client, you, you're giving yourself the potential to get something from the client onto right. you. So avoiding as much skin-to-skin -skin contact as possible. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's 
uh, you know, I don't think any of us here are ready to call ourselves scientists, but I mean, the, the <laughs> idea that this is spongy, the hand, the skin, the body. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, that's just, we just know it. I mean, if we mm-hmm. weigh ourselves before we shower and after we shower, there's a reason that <laughs> we have never stop. done that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, that's one of the things I have learned. Uh, like, I go through, um, I'm going through this workout and weight loss thing. It's always like, make sure you weigh yourself. Yeah. Yeah, first thing in the first morning. First thing in the and morning. That's because they want to make sure all those things that you're going to soak After the restroom. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's the habit I taught for myself. Um, so, <laughs> what, what, uh, what I think makes sense, and I, I hope that everyone sees the importance here because we are throwing out, I mean, in a sense, we're going to say free tips, but it's also things you should have always been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also want to make sure people understand that there's a way that they can get themselves certified, which I think could not, there couldn't be a more relevant time or important time to make sure that when you are trying to sell yourself as a makeup artist, that it actually says you are certified in sanitary practices. So, I mean, yes, one thing, this does sound sort of, and I'm going to break the fourth wall, this does sound sort of promo-ish, this sounds like we're trying to sell something, but it is so easy to get this certification, like we're not, we're not asking you uh, to empty your wallet here, we're just asking you to go to this website that Jen, I hope you can rattle off for me. Yeah, it's uh, sanitationconversation.com. Right. So, and, and simple as that. <laughs> ultimately, what we're looking to do is educate the world. Um, we do have some recommendations on some tools that you can pick up. But ultimately, the, the mission here, the vision, is to create a safer, cleaner makeup environment. And yeah. I think everybody making that trip over that website right now, uh, for one, I mean, this is just, again, this is what we're trying to do here is make everybody a little bit safer and cleaner. Mm-hmm. But if you need that extra incentive, now you get to tell people like you'll have, we have like a little pin that, that yeah. goes out and then you can actually say you're certified and mm-hmm. you, you could probably give the better details yeah. on what, what happens <laughs> after. So it's, um, an online training. It only takes about an hour to complete. Awesome. Um, it can be accessed from anywhere, any device. Um, if you don't go through it for the full hour let's say you stop you can pick right back up where you left off um once the training is completed and passed very important (laughs) um you have to pass in order to receive a certificate of completion um but you receive a certificate a prestige pin that you can showcase to your clients or talent so they know that you're certified in sanitation along with the certificate of course and then you're also entered into our nationwide database where clients and hiring managers can look you up to confirm that you're certified which uh probably going beyond that step of like just helping out the makeup artists anybody that's listening right now that is in the industry and is looking for artists Mm -hmm. that right now seems to be the best spot right for you to find your next makeup artist um i i know again uh necessity uh as you put before Christina is like sort of forcing everybody into like finding these, these clean Mm -hmm. habits. Um, but we're even going a step further. Um, and if you guys want to talk about just like today, like Mm -hmm. we've made some changes, Mm -hmm. but I mean, the reason we're making these changes uh, and I'll kind of preface it this way is remember like for all of us in this Mm -hmm. room, 
and I'm just going to, let's talk bluntly here, the yeah. mortality lit rate at, mm -hmm. for the coronavirus, we are not at risk. Right. Right. You have to be 60 and up, have some pre-existing conditions. Mm -hmm. That's where the problems start. So we are going to talk about some, some precautions we're taking here in the school, but the reason that's so important, even with a school full of, uh, you know, our generation younger, is because we don't, you, you don't want the disease spread to those older generations. Uh, we just found out today all the bars and restaurants are, are closed. They're doing uh, takeout service only. Mm -hmm. And that's because, you know, you can't plan on what generations are actually going to hit up a restaurant or a bar. Right, right. And you, you can't expect everyone to be completely knowledgeable, honestly, of their own medical background. Um, Absolutely. So uh -huh. these precautions are being taken to make sure that we aren't continuing to spread the disease, and we're calling it social distancing. Mm -hmm. Or I, I shouldn't say we are, but that's that's the name for it. But we're in in the best way possible, trying to keep everybody as far away, um, with the exception of right now. Yeah, the three except of us. for the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way we can all fit on on the iPhone camera. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that was a shot at my iPhone 8. That's... Yeah. But yeah, so starting even, uh, I don't know, I think we started taking more steps on Friday. But um, so what we just to come back again, what we were talking about were before were all the things that we've always been doing with right? mm -hmm. sanitation conversations. So even now, uh, just to give everybody a heads up um, why we're, you know, how serious we're taking this and then uh, maybe just for yourself to plan in the future, um, kind of a schedule maybe you want to keep in mind, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if you guys want to touch on that for me real quick. Yeah, sure. So, um, this did start last week, mind you that we've always practiced proper sanitation protocol here at the Academy. So, um, not that we didn't take this seriously, but we felt with all of the sanitation standards that we have in place here, um, you know, as long as we have a healthy student body for the time being. And at that point, there weren't really any cases, maybe like two cropped up within the state of Michigan. Mm -hmm. um, but we were just very vigilant ab about the actual applications. Um, every corner of the, the academy here has proper disinfectant, Clorox wipes, hand sanitizer. We actually have what we call sanitation stations, um, and those are sinks with soap and water for the students to wash their hands before and after application, before and after eating lunch, anytime they're interacting um, outside of the suite, just to be safe. Um, but then towards the end of last week, we realized, you know, we, we probably want to, just in case anyone doesn't feel comfortable, we should have some masks in here. We have those, we have a protocol, Every surface within the academy has to be wiped down with proper disinfectant um, pretty much on the hour mm -hmm. as of right now. And then because we um, understand the importance of social distancing, there was a fine line between trying to still provide the education for the students without just putting a, a complete halt on it and saying, you know what, you are going to be on pause for three weeks until everything's taken care of. We made steps to convert as much curriculum as possible to online so that students can do it from the safety of their home. Um, they currently are not practicing makeup on any models. We're not bringing models into the academy right now. 
Um, so the students are on not a full hiatus. They're just working from home, doing what they can. Um, and it, we're lucky right now because a lot of our business classes are happening right now. So we were able to put those <laughs> completely online and not yeah. have a problem. So yeah, that's what we're doing for three weeks. And again, it, I, I think uh, no matter where your your head is at in regards to the risk or the, you know, where... Where does the mortality rate really stand? How uh, susceptible to this disease are we really? I, I think all that goes out the window because we can we just do what we can to make sure we're following along uh, with whatever. We, I mean, y- you want to take those extra steps to make sure that you're doing as much as possible sure. to limit whatever could happen to the person mm-hmm. next to you. It's not always about yourself. Yeah. So I saw something on Twitter, and not you know, it sounds a little extreme, but it, the idea behind it was great. Is that mm-hmm. instead of walking around acting like you're trying to prevent yourself from getting the virus, mm-hmm. you should be acting like you already have it, mm-hmm. and you're preventing yourself from spreading it to others. That is the safest protocol to take right now. Mm-hmm. So that we can minimize the spread. Yeah, I, I mean, which uh, makes sense. This uh, this definitely hasn't been as silly or fun of an episode of Make Up Your Life, but I think it's completely necessary. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it was it was something like as uh, as I, I I'm a huge podcast uh, listener, so. Every single one of my podcasts I listened to came out with like a special episode this weekend, oh, and yeah. not not all of them were, um, you know, as serious as ours. But I think with our educational platform, I think we definitely had a responsibility to kind of yeah. take this that yeah. that extra step. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I know there isn't always a lot to uh, to keep dissecting, especially as we have so many different resources to look up online. Um, you know, the World Health Organization, the CDC, those are the places you want to go to first right. to see what's uh, going on with these diseases. And yeah. I do highly recommend everybody does educate themselves uh, as best you can going through those uh, statistics for coronavirus or we should probably, I don't know, should we be saying COVID-19? Uh, yeah. But but getting to know from those sources, um, forget your politicians, whatever side of the aisle you stand on Mm -hmm. uh go to the scientists the scientists yes for sure um and also to some extent i will say pay attention to your local um local authorities Mm -hmm. i should say because um this podcast reaches reaches everybody and it's different from state to state what's Mm -hmm. going on right now so just be aware on a local level also what's open what is recommended that you recommended you do and not do currently um because it is changing. Right. And and I think uh, the last thing I want to say here, too, because I saw this earlier. I actually meant to say this at the start of the show. But this goes along the lines of what you were saying of, like, pretend you have it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's how you want to distance yourself from the outside world. But, um, you know, I talked about the older generations and their susceptible, you know, the... the uh, um, rate of mortality is a lot higher. But um, the other thing we have to think about too is what could happen to our hospital systems should we continue to interact? Should we not take this so seriously? And now everybody has to go in and get tested for Mm -hmm. COVID-19. That would be insane. Um, Everybody's talking about the curve right now, right? Right, exactly. The curve. curve. Uh, curve. I, uh, 
I have some sources that are in the medical industry and the types of things that are being talked about this week are, are preventative. Uh, they're absolutely necessary, but they, they really are going to make it more, if, if they all come to fruition, they're going to make it really hard for anybody to just go see like a, um, I don't know if I, if I want to, this isn't something I want to put fear out there, but it's more or less just how serious you should take this. But, um, going to see your regular doctor could become so much more difficult. Mm -hmm, so right. the precautions that they could be taking in regards to um, more screening over the phone and online, um, you know, finding different places for people to get tested so they're not all coming to one spot uh, of, of a hospital or a uh, medical center that might be at the time clean and you don't want to make it now completely infected kind of right. thing. But, um, you know, there's no actual plan in place yet. And we may hear from, you know, we're in Michigan, so we may hear from the governor again, as we did this morning, mm -hmm. uh, of, of some changes. But it, it's just something that you want to you wanna keep in mind. Like, um, I don't think you want to put your neighbor in that situation. But if we come back to, you know what, if you're going to be... Uh, and, and sometimes there's, there's really not too much wrong with this. But if, if you are thinking of yourself first... That's going to be a huge issue if you're trying to get into a hospital. Yeah. Should we not take this more seriously? Right. Um, I mean, they even are recommending right now or highly suggesting that you even call before you think about going yeah. to any kind of hospital medical setting. Like 100%. you have to call before you go. I, I'm because so chances glad you are, said that. Sorry. <laughs> the chances are, like, you know, you don't want to just show up because that puts so many other people at risk. And I, I'll, I'll say, you know, we're not medical professionals, so we don't want to talk too deep into this. Again, right. you want to check out um, what the recommendations are from the CDC, the World Health Organization. Call your, you know, the hospital you're going to attend right. or maybe a doctor that you're going mm -hmm. to see, your regular doctor first. Get that information from them before you get it uh, from us. But again, the point of us saying anything is just to make sure we are taking this seriously. We are respecting the fact that this is a major issue. Uh, not trying to spread fear, oh. uh, just safety. Awareness. Awareness. Yeah. And I definitely, I mean, anybody who is currently a makeup artist knows what's going on, especially I feel like some of the special occasion bridal artists are feeling the hit right now. Any upcoming wedding weddings may have gotten postponed, mm -hmm. and that's okay. That's everybody doing what they're supposed to be doing and being responsible about it. Everything right. will come around full right. circle and we'll be, you know, 100% back in business again. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a, a, that time is a factor. Um, but the, the main thing is trying your best to, to keep a level head. Mm -hmm. Don't let your anxiety get the best of you in this situation because it, it never helps anything. Easier said <laughs> than done, I realize that. Right. Um, and then if you are a practicing artist right now and your your client doesn't want you to cancel services and you feel like you're in a situation where you're unable to cancel services, it's about being as um, safe as possible. Right. Right. Using those disposables, depotting what you can so that you're not... Even with powder products, try to depot them or switch to like cream blush instead of powder blush because mm -hmm. it's easier to depot onto a disposable wax paper palette and work from that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you could even section off as much makeup as you need for an application and put it in its own little 
um, kit for your clientele so you have your master kit at home and it's not exposed to a bunch of things as well. Right. There's a lot of steps you can take to ensure the safety of your kit, mm-hmm. yourself, and your client. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I, I did want to give, it sounds like that was your 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 topper, your cap. Um, Jen, is there anything else you want to make sure anybody or any reminders from what we've already talked about before we sign off for today? Yeah, so Christina touched base on this, but I feel like I really need to reiterate that it's unfortunate that it took a pandemic like this for these issues to be important to people now. Not that they weren't before, but I think with the reality of everyone, so even consumers being hyper aware right now, everyone needs to ensure that they're doing the right thing and what they're supposed to do. And um, I always like to extend this offer to anybody that's in the industry. Even if you have a simple question, you can always reach out to us at Sanitation Conversation and we're more than happy to help. I've had five different conversations with people yesterday on our social media just starting the conversation so that's definitely what we're trying to do and please don't fall for those fake hand sanitizer recipes oh yeah <laughs> running a rampant oh my gosh everywhere yeah. on social media <laughs> yes. guess what folks coconut oil and essential oils mixed together is not going to no um <laughs> you know prevent any sort of virus it'll smell good though yeah you'll smell great but you're just <laughs> providing a platform for things to stick on to and I, I, the one thing, uh, I mean, I, I always try to, even when we're talking serious in other episodes, I always start trying to find the lighter side. But I did, um, <laughs> I got, I saw this tweet that somebody put out that blew up because everybody, I think, did have that sort of like, oh my God, yeah, that's what we're living in. But uh, in every single disaster movie, there's always that scientist. Mm-hmm. You saw this yeah, tweet. I saw this, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> There's always the scientist that is like, we have to do this. Nobody believes them. Nobody believes them. And this guy put out, I apologize to every movie I've ever watched and thought (laughs) that would never happen. Because here we are. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. uh, A quick shout out to that guy is is Dave Lozo. I actually follow his career in the sea. To see somebody that had his Twitter blow up (laughs) uh, warms my heart. Gives me hope one day that my Twitter will blow up. Um... That's lovely. <laughs> so uh, with that, thanks everybody for tuning in to um, another episode of Make Up Your Life. We will be uh, continuing to find some new guests and uh, keep giving you those journeys of uh, the makeup world and how to get into it. Obviously today what we talked about was how to uh, keep yourself safe and clean in the makeup world. Mm-hmm. So that's a journey I think uh, some folks are happy that... Uh, those who are new to that journey are getting informed and learning what to do. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the folks that have always been doing it, and uh, we're, we're happy to call them friends. Uh, but with that, uh, make sure you, uh, now that we're, we're here on IGTV, if you want to ensure you don't miss another episode, uh, you can find us on Apple, Spotify. If you go over to anchor.fm slash makeupyourlife, you can find all the links uh, for the podcast and you can subscribe. Uh, and if you have the time, please rate and review because it's going to help us jump up in the rankings. Um, so if you have that Apple podcast account and you got yourself two minutes, please do us that favor because, uh, we like to think we have a very special message going out. We want to continue to see 
uh, the makeup community grow, and that's ultimately what the goal of this is. And uh, yeah, I think I think today we're helping the community of, of safe uh, makeup artistry practices grow, and um, now more than ever uh, could that be more important. Uh, so thanks for tuning in, everybody, and um, yeah, have a good one. Keep calm and wash your hands with soap and water. <laughs>